The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good afternoon, PPC friends. This is David Satella, a very tired David Satella, taping from I Am Spring Break. If you were uh, at I Am Spring Break, uh, thank you for being a new friend. And if you were not there, you missed something totally amazing. Uh, there's a link to uh, to uh, whatever they are able to post or sell from the uh, PPC Rockstars page on the, on the Clicks Marketing blog. That's clicksmarketing.com, C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And that uh, you'll also be able to find there the uh, the links to resources that we will be talking about on this show. Um, I'm going to try to be live uh, tweeting during the the broadcast of the show, and my my um, Twitter handle is at Satella. That's S Z E T E L A. And um, those of you who follow my column know that I had a two part. Uh, discussion, description of a relatively new tool from Google called Google Conversion Optimizer. And the first in that series was called uh, Google Conversion Optimizer, the best kept secret in PPC, question mark. And there's links to these articles on, on the blog. And um, I, I still am a little bit surprised that uh, the SEM, SEO world in general, and especially the PPC portion of that, is not jumping up and down with excitement about this tool because it's basically... Uh, very good um, automated bid management, uh, and uh, it works very well, as I described in the articles. Um, so rather than uh, talk too much more about it, I want to introduce a guest that I'm really grateful to have on. Uh, this is uh, Andrew, Andrew Silverman from Google. Uh, Andrew is the product manager on the Ad- Google AdWords bidding team. So He's responsible for designing and launching new bidding features in general, uh, which currently means conversion optimizer, but I'm sure it also means some some kick-ass stuff later on down the line. So uh, welcome to the show, Andrew. Hi, thanks for having me, David. So we just talked a couple of minutes ago, and you said you read the articles. Um, There are probably people reading them right now, but uh, help us all out and give us uh, a couple paragraphs on what conversion optimizer is and, and what it does. Sure. Um, so Conversion Optimizer is a CPA bidding feature, which is part of AdWords. Uh, it's been out for about a year. Um, so with Conversion Optimizer, advertisers can bid with a CPA or, or cost per action or acquisition uh, instead of a, a cost per click, which a lot of them are used to. Um, so this has a couple benefits for them. Uh, so probably the biggest thing is that bidding with a CPA uh, and using Conversion Optimizer allows a lot of advertisers to get a lot better performance out of AdWords. A lot of them just find they can make uh, better profit. Um, and th- there are other benefits as well. Advertisers find that uh, a CPA is closer to kind of their business goals and closer to their business, so it can save them time and make AdWords easier to use. 
Uh, so we've actually just completed an analysis on the performance of campaigns which have uh, tried Conversion Optimizer in the past. Um, and we found some interesting results. Um, on average, these campaigns that tried it uh, achieved a 21% increase in conversions and at the same time decreased their CPA by 14%. Um, so we're exe- really excited about those results, and of course a lot of the advertisers are as well. Uh, it's great to not only get more traffic, but pay less per conversion. So the, the way that Conversion Optimizer is able to deliver these benefits is uh, that Conversion Optimizer, uh, because it's built into AdWords, has the ability to vary bids along multiple dimensions. Um, so typically, if you're managing your bids or you're using bid management, what happens is you'll, you'll look at your different keywords, and you'll notice that some keywords convert better than other keywords, um, and you'll use that to figure out what to bid for a click from each of those keywords. Um, so kind of typically, you would raise your bid or have a high CPC bid for a keyword that converts well and have a lower bid for a keyword that doesn't convert as well. So that's similar an idea to what Conversion Optimizer does, except that Conversion Optimizer takes that a step further and can vary bids along uh, many more dimensions than that. So um, not only does it see that different keywords have different amounts of value, um, but it can look at, at other aspects of a, of a potential impression or an auction. Uh, so some examples are Conversion Optimizer can look to see whether a match is a broad match or an exact match. Uh, if it's a broad match, it looks at the specific query. Um, and it looks at how things like these are markers of value uh, for clicks for that advertiser in the past. Um, other things it looks at are if the, if the click is on an AFS partner or a particular content site, it knows how well that site or the topic of that site uh, does for that advertiser. Uh, so because of this extra flexibility and control, um, the result that Conversion Optimizer can deliver is actually much better performance in many cases, even for very well-tuned and, and well-tweaked AdWords campaigns. Um, so to use Conversion Optimizer, uh, you need to be using AdWords conversion tracking. It, it works very closely with AdWords conversion tracking. Um, and that's how um, you're able to tell the system which of the click, which clicks are good for you, which ones you want more of in the future, uh, which clicks converted essentially. Uh, and it also requires that you have 30 conversions in the last 30 days for a campaign uh, at least. And the, the reason for that is the system just needs enough data so that it can uh, understand how your campaign performs and accurately predict a conversion rate for you. Okay, so... Let me just add a couple of things. One is that um, this is automated bid management that is super simple to operate because basically the advertiser says, um, Google, get me all of the conversions you could possibly can based on the keywords in my ad group um, as long as you can get them at a price that delivers to me a a CPA, a cost per action or, or cost per conversion, that is below this maximum that I set. Is that, is that a good way to frame it? Yeah, um, that, yeah, that's a great point. That's an important part of it. Uh, with Conversion Optimizer, you bid with a max CPA. Um, so that's an important thing to note. You're essentially telling the system, don't give me any conversions that would cost more than this amount. Right. Uh, so it figures out what to bid on your behalf in each auction so that uh, you wouldn't end up paying more than a certain amount for a conversion. Right. Um, and it's similar to how the bid works when you're bidding with CPC. Um, so when you bid with CPC, you specify a max CPC bid. And for example, you might bid $3 max CPC and end up and expect an average CPC of $1. Uh, con- the bid with Conversion Optimizer is similar. You might bid with a, a $30 max CPA and end up with a $10 average CPA. Right. 
Um, so it's important to kind of keep that in mind when you figure out what the right bit is for you to use. Yeah, and I, I have found in my discussions with, uh, you know, just friends in the PPC space and some of the readers that uh, that, that point w- is a little bit confusing because people are used to thinking in terms of target CPA and not so much in max CPA. And it takes a little bit of a different uh, frame of mind to to really understand and get a feel for what your max CPA should be. Yeah, that's true. Something that can help there is that uh, when you go to turn on conversion optimizer for the first time for a campaign, it will actually present you with a recommended bid. And what that recommended bid represents is the system's um, kind of best guess at what the equivalent CPA bid is to the current CPC bids that you have set up. Uh, So a lot of advertisers use that recommended bid when they first turn it on, and that can help ensure a smooth transition uh, because it kind of gives you a good sense for, for you know, what the, what the right order of magnitude or what the right level of bid is for you to right. be aiming for. Uh, so you can start with that and then tweak your bid up or down as you get some right. data on how well it performs at different levels. I, I want to add at this point that, um, as I say in my articles, uh, the, the documentation and the help files on Conversion Optimizer are really, really good and detailed. So we, we needn't go into a lot of detail that's already in there. Um, but I but I just wanted to ask you a couple questions. Um, one of them is, uh, did I read correctly that um, among the many factors that are taken into consideration are uh, geographic location, time of day? So, for example, uh, I might simplify this just to make the point, but, for example, if the Google system knows that um, it's more likely that's, that people in Poughkeepsie, New York, will convert... Uh, at 9 a.m., uh, the system might boost the bid um, at, at, at exactly at that time. Uh, so is that true? <laughs> um, that's a good conceptual model for how it works. Um, okay. Currently, for geography, uh, we're only looking at the, at the country level, so we look at the country that the user's in, um, although we are actually experimenting with finer grain geography, uh, and time of day is something we're experimenting with as well. Got it. Okay. So, you know, I, I think I said this in the articles, um, there are uh, vendors of very, very good software whose uh, capabilities include automated bid management. And, um, you know, I don't think this is necessarily horrible news for them. It's not going to put them, put them out of business. Uh, in fact, it'll push them in the direction of providing more campaign management uh, and word research, word research capabilities, things that, uh, you know, around, are all PPC advertisers need to do. Um, and, and it's just striking to me that, you know, Google's conversion optimizer might be the world's best because of the fact that it takes into consideration factors that only Google can know. Um, yeah, and I, I think an, another thing to think about is that conversion optimizer is something that doesn't necessarily um, replace bid management. Uh, it's something that bid management could work with potentially right. someday. Um, right. So just as uh, bid management sets CPC bids now. Uh, most bid management does. Uh, you could also imagine something kind of going directly into the CPA interface for Google. Right. So still right. helping manage campaigns, as you're talking about, and handling the cross-network, uh, but also taking advantage of the of the benefits that Conversion Optimizer provides. Uh, that's so hot because it just means that, uh, you know, just the, the whole concept of providing APIs into software is, is a brilliant one, but Google does a really good job at... Uh, providing and documenting great APIs. So, okay, a couple more questions. Um, in the documentation, uh, I believe it says that 
um, if you if you want to use conversion optimizer, but you don't have can't uh, you don't have campaigns that have accumulated thirty or more conversions over the previous thirty days, that it's okay or maybe even good practice to combine several ad groups into one campaign where they aren't already, uh, so that the total number of conversions uh, meets or exceeds the thirty per month in the previous thirty days. Um, so did I read that correctly? Is that a good practice? Um, yeah, it's a great practice uh, as long as you're combining things that are similar. Um, so I wouldn't take a couple different campaigns that are completely different um, and join those together, um, but you, you would, it would be a good idea to combine similar things into a campaign. Um, the best way to structure things is so that similar things are in campaigns, things which are even more similar are in, our, are in ad groups together, um, and then that gives the system uh, kind of information uh, that enables it to generalize. So if it sees a particular performance pattern for uh, one keyword in an ad group, it can assume that other keywords in the ad group will uh, behave similarly, um, and that is how Conversion Optimizer works. So if you took things which were completely different and put them together in the same ad group, um, that would potentially confuse it. Um, okay, so we, we definitely need to drill down a little into this one because uh, I think uh, everyone needs a... Um, pretty explicit definition of similar and different. So how about some examples? Um, sure. So if you were, you know, if you were an agency, for example, and you had clients in different industries that were being managed as part of the same account, um, you know, you had a, a lead gen uh, insurance client and also an e-commerce retailer, um, yeah. those would obviously be, those would be very different. So those wouldn't okay. be good things to combine in the same campaign. Um, but if you're selling... Um, shoes online in the United States and also in Canada um, or another country which, which has the same language uh, pattern, that would be a good thing to combine in the same campaign. Um, what the system is going to learn, some examples of things that it would learn are um, if, you're, if you're advertising on the content network, it would lear- we'll learn that certain content sites convert better or worse uh, for this campaign. Um, so it, other examples, yeah, so that the other examples would be like if you're advertising on the search network, um, different sites would convert better or worse. Um, it actually looks at the topic of pages of content sites, so we would learn that certain ones are, are better or worse uh, again there as well. So if you look at the different um, topics for the different campaigns, and if you would expect that those sorts of observations or those sorts of rules it would infer um, would be uh, common or true across these different categories, then they would be good campaigns to combine. Okay, so how about, uh, let's say it's a, 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 an e-commerce company, a, a multi-product retailer, and um, they've got, let me think of an example here, they've got uh, uh, dog grooming products in one campaign, and they have uh, lawn statues in another campaign. Um, are those two different to combine in one campaign? I would expect those would be different. Um, okay. I think the, the the demographic, the types of users, kind of the interest that would convert uh, on those different uh, categories of product would be different. So it it probably wouldn't be ideal to combine those. Okay, that's really important to know. Yeah. Hey, we've got to break away for a, a message from some really hot sponsors. Uh, hold on, listeners, we'll be right back. PPC Rockstar is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. 
Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO ready. ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at ArticleSender.com. That's ArticleSender.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com? Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Andrew Silverman from uh, Google talking about the product that he's responsible for, and that is Conversion Optimizer. Uh, okay, so let's talk about you, you talked about the content network. And I think it's my understanding from the documentation that uh, Google Conversion Optimizer uh, can or does vary the bid, um, vary the price that an that a advertiser pays for a click. Uh, on a site-by-site basis. So if site A uh, has exhibited conversion behavior such that the, the the average cost per conversion over some period is lower than site B, then site A might get a might 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 be bid higher for clicks. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's going to look at uh, the relative conversion rates that it's observed between the different sites. So if it sees that site A converts better for this campaign, it would be able to bid higher for the advertiser. Um, and, and the reason that makes sense uh, is if you go back to thinking about how you manage keywords again, um, you know, most advertisers would not um, take the approach of using the same CPC bid for all their different keywords because they know that relevance varies and yep. the, the chance that a click is going to convert is really going to vary by keyword. Yep. Um, the same thing can definitely be true on, on the content network. Uh, different sites are, are more or less appropriate for certain ads, um, yep. but it, it's more challenging with the content network to manually, um, or using external bid management even, uh, it's more difficult to uh, have bids that are customized for the site, which is such a good indicator of click, prob- of, uh, click probability. Um, so that's why Conversion Optimizer can be really valuable for advertisers using the content network. 
Yeah. So uh, listeners, most listeners know that there are two different kinds of, or I'm sorry, three different kinds of content ad groups. One is uh, keyword targeted. That's the one that most people um, know most about, and that's simply listing keywords um, and, and and thereby saying to Google, please show my ad on pages that uh, that have all or, or some of these words on them. And then uh, there's the placement targeted campaign, which is Google, please show my ads on this list of sites, either run of site or specific pages within the site. And then there's the enhanced ad group, which is a combination of the two that's saying, Google, show my ad on this list of sites, but only on the pages that include these words. So I think I heard you just say that in all of those cases, a conversion optimizer will vary the bid uh, depending on the conversion characteristics of the placements. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, okay. it, it looks at other things as well, uh, which are, are valuable. Um, so it, as I mentioned, it can look at the topic of the site. Um, yeah. So if, you were, uh, if your ads were appearing on a newspaper um, and different, different articles obviously have very different topics and are probably going to draw different readers, uh, Conversion Optimizer would be able to see the topic of the article. Um, and it, if it has experience with that topic, and your ads in the past, it would be able to extrapolate on uh, to guess how well your ads will perform in that situation. That's fascinating. So, okay, I've, I've got a. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the articles too. I'm on kind of a kick, as a lot of uh, advertisers, online advertisers in general are and have been, which is that um, we can't really make proper decisions on bid prices of search keyword search campaigns um, without knowing. Uh, what's called uh, the assist factor or attributions. So, for example, if, um, if a person does a search on a broad term, uh, let's say sneakers, um, sees the Zappos ad, clicks on the Zappos ad, goes to the Zappos site, but doesn't convert at that point, goes away, uh, two days later does a search on Zappos because they remembered the, the name of the site, and goes and buys sneakers, there's no credit given to the first PPC click. In other words, uh, AdWords conversion tracking and uh, Google Analytics and every other analytics uh, except for a few um, completely disregard that first visit and leads a, a human being to conclude that the first keyword that triggered the visit um, doesn't deserve a high bid or maybe even a bid at all. And uh, that tends to be the tendency of um, automated bid management as well. So I think I, I know from talking with Google previously that there's no consideration given to previous visits and that, therefore, there's a possibility that the that conversion optimizer will make the same mistake and uh, bid too low on broad terms that generally start the, the shopping process and maybe even bid too high on ones later in the chain. So what do you think about that? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I think... Uh you're right that that's how the attribution model does work for a conversion optimizer. Uh, it looks at the last click before a conversion um, and attributes the value there. It's something that the advertiser can compensate for with their bid. Um, what we have seen in most circumstances is that keywords which lead to conversions um, will be attributed at least some of them. Um, so if you have particular keywords that, you're, that you know or you're able to determine through your analytics, um, are being under-attributed um, based on the last-click model of conversions. Um, you could put those keywords in an ad group, uh, w which would enable you to control the bid separately, 
and bid higher to compensate for that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for example, if you, if you were observing a 5% conversion rate for a keyword, uh, but you're able to determine, um, you know, really it should be credited with 10%, uh, you could just bid twice as high uh, as you normally would. Now, are you saying bid outside of Conversion Optimizer or inside? Uh, yeah, just let's, let's start with that question. Um, yeah, you could use Conversion Optimizer to do it. Uh, you know, with Conversion Optimizer, uh, you're, you're setting a bid, as we talked about, the max CPA bid. Um, so similar to CPC, that's, that's still your, your primary lever of control uh, for your performance. Um, so if you feel like the conversion rate, which Conversion Optimizer is observing, uh, is off from uh, what you would consider the conversion rate to be based on an attribution model that you uh, prefer more heavily, you can compensate for that by using a different bid with Conversion Optimizer than, than you otherwise might. Right. And when you, when you say bid in that context, you really mean a different max CPA, right? Yeah, we, we think of the max CPA as a bid. It, it's, it has okay. a similar role to the max CPC bid. Sure. Um, and, you know, you would increase your bid if you wanted to get more conversions and more traffic. That would typically raise your average CPA and costs as well. And if you're looking to lower your average CPA, you would decrease the max CPA. So it, it really has a very similar role to the CPC bid. Yeah. Well, uh, just for your information and the listeners, uh, my company has experimented, and we've basically done exactly what you've said. We've, on content campaigns, which tend to, you know, stuff the, the search funnel but don't get a lot of uh, uh, credit for the eventual conversion. And very, very broad terms, uh, we have experimented with um, kicking the, the max CPA up and up and up, way, way higher than our target CPA. And uh, th- what's happened is it's resulted in more conversions overall, such that the average CPA is just right. You see what I'm Great. saying? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you, and you wouldn't want to set it at your target CPA. Um, that's something some advertisers uh, misunderstand at first. Yeah. You know, if you if you wanted to take it to target a two dollar average CPC, if you were bidding with CPC, um, you know, an experienced uh, search engine marketer knows they wouldn't want to set a two dollar bid to get that two dollar average because then they would expect an average that's significantly lower than that. Right. So it's right. the same thing with conversion optimizer. If you want to hit a particular CPA. The, the right or ideal bid for you is typically going to be, you know, significantly higher than that. Right. Hey, we've got to break away for another commercial, and um, I've got one more question for you I think you're going to like. Listeners, hold on. Go behind the scenes of PPC Rockstars with their Facebook fan page. Search for PPC Rockstars Podcast on Facebook now. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Have a good weekend. 
Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Andrew Silverman, uh, heading for the home stretch. Uh, we just got finished talking about um, attribution and kicking up the uh, CPA target for uh, broader terms, maybe, and content campaigns. Um, there, there, part of the documentation warns of uh, uh, a gotcha that uh, everyone should know about, and uh, we, we actually got burned a little bit on this, mainly because we weren't paying close enough attention. And that is the the effects of seasonality. In other words, uh, for for advertisers that have peaks and valleys in their uh, sales volume, click volume, um, they have to pay attention when they are uh, they, have, they have to pay attention to what's going on with their conversion prices and maybe compensate by changing the tar- the max CPA target. So, Andrew, could you talk a little bit about that and what what advertisers should do? Yeah, sure. And I think the good news here is that. Uh, CPC advertisers are kind of familiar with this issue, and a lot of what they know about how to handle it still applies with Conversion Optimizer. So the, the first thing to think about if you're expecting some seasonality is what what the cause of it is, what kind of seasonality is it, because um, there really are different types. Um, there's seasonality of impressions. It could be that um, you're getting more conversions, but only because there are more people thinking about a particular topic and, and searching for it um, during a particular time. There could be seasonality of click-through rate. Um, it could be that you're observing that uh, when users see a particular ad, they're more likely to click on it during certain times. Um, and then there's also seasonality of conversion rate, which is actually after the click, users are more likely to convert. Um, so the first thing you want to ask and, and kind of look at in your past data is how much of your seasonality comes from those different factors. And the first two uh, aren't going to affect your bidding or, or conversion optimizer at all. Uh, so if you're, you know, thinking back to using CPC bids, if you found your optimal CPC bid um, for, for, your con- for your conversion rate and for the market, um, seasonality of impressions and click-through rate aren't going to change what that right CPC bid would be. You, you just don't need to change it to compensate for that because um, you're saying if you do get a click, it's, it's worth this much to you. Um, however, if your conversion rate is going to change, uh, if you're selling flowers and it's a couple days before Valentine's Day, um, you would want to update your CPC bid. You'd want to increase it to compensate for that. 
and then maybe after Valentine's Day, you'd want to decrease it, or if you, or if you sell out uh, for delivery on that day. And with Conversion Optimizer, uh, it's, it's really very similar. So if you uh, know that uh, based on your past experience, your conversion rate is about to increase uh, substantially in a way that the system wouldn't be able to predict, you can compensate for that by raising your max CPA bid and just lowering it later when the seasonality of conversion rate no longer applies. Right. And that point may come uh, faster than a lot of people think. I mean, uh, Christmas season is a great example. I mean, uh, after December 15th-ish, uh, you know, December 15th through uh, December 21st or so, depending on the the, uh, the shipping capabilities of the advertiser, the, the orders just drop, the conversion just drop like a stone. And uh, what that means is conversion optimizer and any, any, any automated bid management is going to be thinking, I still need to maintain these high bids because conversions are just coming in like gangbusters, and they're just not. So uh, yeah. it tends to spend too much. So yeah. that, that, I, I like your analogy. It's basically think, you know, think the way you would or should uh, about varying your, your CPC bids and then apply that, uh, that same logic and timing to uh, adjusting the max CPAs. Yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think the other good point you bring up there is uh, gradual changes in conversion rate versus very abrupt changes in conversion mm-hmm. rate. Um, so in the period leading up to Christmas, um, as your conversion rate increases gradually, that's something you wouldn't need to compensate for. A conversion optimizer would be able to catch up, keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really the abrupt changes in conversion rate. So uh, you know, if you if you know that the day after Thanksgiving uh, is really different for you, or if you know uh, the day at which you're no longer able to ship in time for Christmas, uh, that's that's going to be a really abrupt change in conversion rate for yeah. you as well. Oh, uh, let's see. I think we can squeeze in one more question here. We were uh, I, I mentioned this in the in the article, the first article. We were really surprised uh, when we turned on automatic match, um, and and previously we had we had avoided automatic match like the plague for reasons I explained in the in the article and we turned on automatic match and the conversion volume went up and the uh, the target CPA was met and we were all very happy I'm not even sure what the question is here I just wanted to make that point that uh, it seems that conversion optimizer reduces the risk associated with expanded broad match and automatic match has that been your observation as well yeah, I think one of the one of the great things about conversion optimizer in general is that other sources of opportunity, other sources of inventory, like automated ma- automatic matching, um, but also like broad match and like content, um, uh, these other sources of inventory are much easier to use, and you, you tend to get even better performance out of them when using conversion optimizer. Um, so it's it really it, it gives you more opportunity as an advertiser uh, with kind of the same level of effort or less. Yeah, I didn't realize until just now when you said it that it 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 works the the same way with the content network. The content network, I, I wrote the uh, thirty three installment column on content, and I just finished a book on the topic. And a, a lot of advertisers are scared of it because they think it's just going to run away and spend all their money. And uh, mainly that's because they don't understand how to, how to target sites uh, appropriately. But if you kind of let Google run crazy with the content network with the, having the responsibility to, to deliver uh, conversions at or below the max CPA, then no problem, right? Yeah, because it's, it's really able to customize, you know, which impressions you're getting on the content network. And yeah. 
you know, how much are you willing to pay for a given impression to, right. to so the it's needs really, for you as an It's really kind of semi-automatically finding the quality clicks and reducing the likelihood that the, the clicks won't be good quality. You know, and, and I, think, I think a lot of people throw around the term bad quality clicks uh, rather loosely. What we're really talking about is people, human behavior, and uh, so what the what the conversion optimizer algorithm is doing in, in effect is it's finding better people people targets. Um, I don't think it's quite that simple, but that's the effect, right? Um, yeah. It, well, it, it can look at how much value a particular click is likely to have, so that um, if there are clicks which are less likely to convert, uh, but they're very cheap for you, um, you still might you know you still would probably want those clicks. So conversion yeah. optimizer. Um, it doesn't just get you the highest converting clicks, but it gets you the most profitable clicks. Right. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Hey, um, we are out of time, uh, which makes me very sad, because I could talk about this topic all day with you. Um, I, I hope we can get you back on someday. Um, but for now, uh, you know, if people want, I mean, what, what's a good source of information um, beyond uh, the help files, or is, is that really the, the best source of information? Uh, well, we actually have a new conversion optimizer website, uh, which oh. is totally redesigned from how cool. it was before. Um, it's at google.com slash AdWords slash conversion optimizer, or of course you can search for it on Google. Yep. Uh, and th- there's a lot of great information there. Uh, one thing is we have a new video, which explains a lot about conversion optimizer and how to use it. Uh, we have a conversion optimizer guide that's available there, uh, which is a short document um, that's easy to read through and has... Uh, all the information in one place that you need to know to be able to have a great experience with the Conversion Optimizer. Okay, well, that's great. Now, we've got uh, links to all of those on the uh, PPC Rockstars page on the Clicks Marketing blog. Um, so thanks a million, Andrew. really appreciate it. Thanks, Sarah, for setting it up for, for us. And uh, hope to see you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. I, I enjoyed that conversation. Same here. And listeners, thank you for participating in the conversation. And come on back next Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for another episode of PPC Rockstars. Stars.